What's going on, guys? It's Nick here, back in the video. It's Monday, it's new time, and it's time for the Mock Draft Monday. We did half PPR last week, so switching back to full PPR. Did 10 teams going back to 12. Uh, we did 5, 8, 9, and 11 for the last three drafts. So we're going to try and get a top three pick here. If it doesn't randomize us a top three pick very quickly, we'll just pick one or head two. All right, we're going with the two pick. Um, and then we're switching from three wide receivers. We're going to do two starting wide receivers and two flex spots. Um, if you have not done a league that has like, you know, three wide receivers, not done a league with two flex spots, I recommend it. Kind of fun to add in that extra player. Um, as we've talked about a billion times, that's going to increase very slightly, increase the value of running backs and wide receivers, decrease quarterbacks and tight ends because we added one extra spot to our starting lineup that those two will not fill because you're probably not starting a tight end in the flex. So we're going to have all of that on there. Um, I'm still not going to be pushing the pre-draft rankings for these ones. Uh, and we'll just do composite. We'll do like an average of everything. Uh, we'll keep quarterback high or very high. We'll keep rookies very high and we will start the draft next week. Um, for those of you who've been asking about auction league stuff next week, I'm going to do an auction league draft during the week. And then I'll show you that team didn't have enough time to do that this week, but I'll show you that team at the beginning of the mock draft Monday next week. I'm also going to try and get that uh, tool on the site up this week. That was like, um, if like uh, league format changes, like the league size, stuff like that, whatever it was last year, I'm going to get that back up this year just to help you guys out. One more tool for auction league. So we're the two. So only one pick has gone by and it was Jefferson as it will be in most leagues. Um, I'm going to have my custom rankings up on the left. You guys obviously will not be able to see that. Um, because it is two wide receiver, two flex, all the rankings on the site just assume a standard format. One quarterback, well, I guess the super flex rankings assume the super flex, but the other ones have one quarterback, two running back, two wide receiver, one flex spot. So if you play in a league with three wide receivers, you play in a league with two running back, two wide receiver, and five flex spots, whatever it is, use the custom rankings for that. Uh, many of you play in like a, a one running back league. Rankings change, obviously, when you change the starting lineup. So use the custom rankings. Everyone has access to the site, has access to the custom rankings. Just input what exactly yours is. It'll spit you out specific rankings for your format. So I'm going to use the ones that are two flex. Uh, not a huge difference, but again, it's going to change things up uh, a little bit. So uh, we're just going to go with uh, the top-ranked player here. That's going to be Christian McCaffrey. Um, it really is up to you how you want to start off. Um that like top three it's Jefferson McCaffrey and Chase like that is the top three um it's Eckler Cup kind of after that uh and then you really do get into like Kelsey Tyree Kill just kind of how you feel things out I would say Jefferson should pretty much always be the one-on-one but then um maybe not in like a standard format but pretty much always the one-on-one and then McCaffrey Chase just do a bunch of mock drafts people ask me on that one all the time it's all personal preference do a billion mock drafts if you know you're going to be like the you know the two pick or the three pick and just figure out what you prefer how you prefer to build um i do as i've said before i kind of like starting off with the running back just because there's so many things we can do now like if we really wanted to draft a million wide receivers in a row we could we could draft another running back relatively soon like we, we can it just opens everything up whereas if we start off with wide receiver maybe we get put into a box a little bit in the sense that like well i don't want to go i don't typically want to go rb0 you could in this format and maybe uh, it would have been a possibility for us but it just opens up a little bit more uh build possibilities so after us in the first round eckler chase cup kelsey hill saquon Bijan, Diggs, lamb adams looks good there 
Then JT, Chubb, Brown, uh, Mahomes goes at 204. Derrick Henry, Jacobs, uh, Amonor St. Brown, Pollard, Garrett Wilson, and Allen. So maybe we finally gotten to the point where I don't have to put very high in quarterback. If you guys remember, like all offseason, basically, I've had to put that on there because quarterbacks would just fall and it was ridiculous the value we were getting. Uh, I think this is the first week where we haven't touched, like, it's not like a super flex draft and quarterbacks actually went in the second round. And they're usually not going to go that early, maybe a little bit further. But I guess in some hometown leagues, they're definitely going to go that early. So good to kind of like have a draft where we're looking at that. Um, but maybe I can bump it down just a little bit. Uh, only changes I would think would happen are Garrett Wilson, I would imagine goes closer to like JT Chubb Brown, like this range, I think right before Derrick Henry, um, I think Jacobs would go more into the third round given the, you know, situation with his potential holdout. We just don't really know that right now. Um, but everything else looks normal. Um, so I don't, I don't think, I mean, we're definitely not going to change anything cause that's basically what would have come off the board. Um, and it's kind of unfortunate actually where we're put into right now so if you look at wide receiver i mean after this what three six nine after this like top 10 basically that came off the board there's a drop off into um this like waddle olave Devonta smith t higgins like there's a drop off into this range um kind of just missing if we got garrett wilson with christian mccaffrey that would have been unfair at running back almost is the same thing there's a drop off into stevenson Najee. Mixon, Brees Hall, like, you know, we, we got a kind of unfortunate timing here. So what do we do? Um, if we look at running back, I don't feel very confident in anyone here in the second round. Stevenson would be the one that I'd be looking at. Um, but I don't know. I think they're going to sign someone. Like, they brought in Fournette. They brought in Zeke. They wanted to bring in Delvin Cook. Like, they're bringing in these free agents. It doesn't mean they're going to sign them, but it, it definitely means that they want to sign someone. And if you look at the comments they've made this offseason, they would prefer not to overload Stevenson. Now, they're being careful with Stevenson because they know that he's, like, the best player on offense, and they're going to use him very heavily this season. But... Uh, I think if they were to sign Zeke, if they were to sign Fournette, if they were to bring someone in to, you know, take more touches than Pierre Strong, than Kevin Harris, that's going to hurt Stevenson. And so at a second round ADP, don't love it as much. Uh, I love that a little bit more in like the, like, honestly, the mid third sounds fantastic for Stevenson. Uh, it's just late second. I don't love that as much. So what I think I'm going to try and do is just double dip at wide receiver here. We already have McCaffrey. Um, if I pull up the team over here, we've got McCaffrey. And it's like I said, if I wanted to draft four straight wide receivers right now, and just load out that position, that's fine. McCaffrey's going to be awesome this season. We can find some value a little bit later at running back. We don't care that much about our running back two spot if we can lock in McCaffrey. So I feel like why take a reach on that second running back? Let's just go with uh, wide receivers. So if we pull up the rankings... It's Waddle and Olave just back-to-back, three-point difference. Um, Olave is first. Tough call. ADP-wise, theoretically, uh, there's a stronger chance that Waddle will be gone. You know, there's a stronger chance that if if, if Olave is a little bit further back here and they're like, quote-unquote, ADPs, that, you know, maybe he's there. Theoretically, what they're telling us is, I, I believe this is how you read this, by the way, is 76% chance, it goes away when I hit the thing, but right there, 76% chance that Waddle is going to be there at the next pick, or he's going to be drafted by the next pick, 41% chance for Olave, just again, playing into, well, he his ADP is higher, and so this first team, if they were a person, is looking at that, being like, oh, wow, I'm getting a good value with Waddle, not as much with Olave, but uh, 
honestly, I think I am going to play the ADP game with it because again, it's it's three points. Like uh, three points over a whole season is uh, you know a reception in this full P performance, a twenty yard reception. So I think I'll go with Waddle, uh, and we'll see if we can get the value of uh, Olave. And if not, you know, we'll settle for Devonta Smith, maybe T Higgins if he happens to fall a little bit later. So we will draft Jalen Waddle. Uh, we will not get Chris Olave, unfortunately. Um, but they take Olave Stevenson, so they, they have a start. Jefferson, Olave, Stevenson. So again, we've got McCaffrey. We've got Waddle. Um, we'll just take Devonta Smith. Not too, uh, not too much of a, a downgrade there. A small one, but I think it's worth taking that chance because uh, over time, you're going to just benefit more often if you can get both of those high-end players and it's only going to cost you a few, few points in the projection. I think it's worth going after. After we go, quarterbacks come off the board, but not anything that crazy. This is actually where they probably should be going. Jalen Hurts goes. We actually could have considered Jalen Hurts at the 304. I feel like I've done a lot of builds, though, that have early quarterback. You know I love uh, taking Mahomes, Allen, or Hurts. Honestly, it probably actually would have been a good pick for my team. Uh, Maybe I'll do a speed run after. So we'll do this draft. I'll go back. Uh, and I'll do like a speed click of like who I would have drafted. We'll see. We don't care that much about like their team grades, but we'll see how the team grade changes. And we'll see how the team kind of looks differently. Maybe I'll like screenshot what the team looks like and then we'll kind of have them side by side. But um, that would have been a good pick because, you know, my general strategy with the quarterbacks is if I'm going to take a top three, I'd prefer to take it third. I prefer not to be the first one. And I have Jalen Hurts first. So if I got him first at a really good spot for him, like if, if this is my hometown league, actually, I probably should have gone Jalen Hurts. Um, not a huge downgrade for quarterbacks. Jalen Hurts, I still had at that turn. I had him at pick 23. We were picking at, what is that? Pick 25, 26. So would have still been a good pick at that spot. Um, but anyways, we don't go with him. Uh, he comes off the board. Burrow goes late third, early fourth for Lamar. Uh, we see Andrews go 303. We see Hawkinson go 409. Uh, and then we just kind of see a mixture of running backs and wide receivers, Brees Hall, Najee, Etienne, uh, Mixon, Gibbs, Aaron Jones, Walker, and Miles Sanders come off the board. And then at wide receiver, Higgins, Metcalf, Debo, Keenan Allen, Ridley, Amari, and McLaurin goes at wide receiver. So who is left for us? Again, we're in the, we're pick 47, 411. Running back. Kind of a group of running backs that, I don't know. I feel like I also just missed out on a running back tier, so I don't know if I'm going to go with a running back at this spot. I might just double dip again at wide receiver, honestly. Uh, but it's Dobbins, Akers, Connor, Pierce, White, Madison, little drop down into your Javonta Williams, Alvin Kamara, Swift, Montgomery, Pacheco, James Cook. But it's like the differences for many of these running backs is not that much. And, and late fourth round, I don't, I don't love that. I'm definitely not taking like Kittle, Goddard, Waller in the fourth round. Uh, and I don't want to take quarterback because I kind of just messed out uh, on some of the higher ones. Obviously, like I still want uh, Justin Fields, Justin Herbert, Lawrence, Deshaun Watson. I think that's kind of like, you know, the the high end. Again, we've talked about like the top nine quarterbacks wanting one of them uh, and definitely lean towards Fields and Herbert. But again, 411, I feel like that's a little bit too early for me to take them right now. So basically that means take the top wide receiver and probably double dip at wide receiver with this pick. Top wide receiver in the rankings. Who's it going to be? Amari Cooper is gone. Calvin Ridley is gone. Drake London. What is the difference between Drake London and Godwin? A significant difference. So Drake London definitely there. Judy. 
would be right after him, and then Hopkins. So I don't think we need to really play any sort of ADP game. We'll take the top one, Drake London. Uh, Hopkins does go, so then we'll just take Jerry Judy after that. So the team, pull up our roster here. McCaffrey at running back, Waddle, Devonta Smith, Drake London, and Jerry Judy at wide receiver. Uh, and again, we have two flex spots. We are starting London and Judy there. Um, after our pick, uh, where were we? Okay, so they took Godwin Hopkins, uh, and then we got the Judy pick. We have a lot of tight ends come off the board. Kittle, Waller, Pitts, and Goddard all go in rounds five and six. Fields, Herbert, and Lawrence all come off the board round five and six. A um, couple wide receivers, DJ Moore, Watson, Marquise Brown, Mike Williams, Lockett, and Mike Evans. And then we've got Pierce, Akers, Kamara, Connor, Dalvin, White, and Dobbins at running back. So we do need to start considering the running back position here. We've kind of held off for a little while. We obviously have this Hero RB build. Uh, Hero RB, great when you have Christian McCaffrey. Uh, let's look at running back. And of course, we've got Alexander Madison. So I'm going to highlight it in, uh, would that be yesterday? Yeah. I guess today's video for me, recording this on Sunday, yesterday's video for you all uh, about how I have Madison on, what, 3 or 4% of my team so far. I've not been drafting him. That is on underdog. Uh, his ADP a little bit higher over there. Um, fallen a little bit here, but my concerns basically with Madison have been he might be awesome. And if he hits and they're featuring him, he is going to be incredible this season. He's going to be so, so, so good in fantasy. But the thing is, we just don't really know how good he is. Like It's difficult for us to know. And they're only going to feature him if he's doing really well. He's been pretty mediocre the last two seasons. I had someone comment, and they're like, well, he hasn't gotten volume, so how can he be efficient? That's not how efficiency works. That's how fantasy scoring works. Efficiency, typically, when you have a running back that's not getting much volume, is high. Like You're usually going to see running backs that get like 100 touches or something like that. They're going to have high efficiency because they're used in good situations. Um, many times, maybe they're seeing the field and blowouts and teams are just you know playing relaxed defense. Um, but they're given the ball in opportunities that are going to make them more efficient. They're not given the ball um, in like difficult scenarios where teams are really locked into stopping the run uh, and your yards per carry are going to be lower. And so when you see you know someone go from 100 to 200 to 300 touches, I mean, you're typically going to see efficiency drop. And so if Madison was already inefficient in very few touches, we're not expecting that efficiency to increase. Fantasy production, obviously, will. You're going to have more fantasy points going from 8 to 20 touches, obviously, right? But efficiency will probably drop. So if he's not efficient before, he's probably not going to be after. Now, we don't care about that because if he's getting 20 touches, who cares how efficient you are? It's kind of like the Najee Harris effect, right? If Najee has 300 touches, I don't care if he's inefficient. That's plenty of fantasy points. But my fear is, if we don't really know if Madison's that good, if in all of his good games as start came against like literally the worst defenses in the league in those years, like it was just bottom four defenses in those four games that he's been good in his like, you know, six starts. Um, we just don't know. And if he ends up not being amazing, they'll mix in other running backs. Maybe they sign someone. Maybe they trade for someone. Like they could do something. So it makes me hesitant, is all I'm saying. With that being said, I know for a fact, even with my hesitancy, he is. I think by good measure, the top running back in the rankings right now. Um, I guess I can scroll through and look at running back. Um, yeah, even with my hesitancy, he's at 509. We're at 611 right now. 
Um, he's ahead of Pearson Sanders, Akers were gone, Walker who's gone, and then it would be Dave Montgomery. Uh, and then right after Montgomery, it would be um, this kind of like grouping of Javonta Williams, James Cook, Andre Swift, like all of them kind of together. And so when that happens, uh, when you already rank a player low, and then they become the top player in the rankings, they're a really good pick. Because if I'm wrong on Madison, it's probably that he really outperforms my ranking. And if my rankings also have him at a value right now, that's great. So Madison's a really good pick at this spot. So with Deontay Johnson, Pittman, Christian Kirk is a phenomenal pick here. Brandon Ayuk is a great pick. So wide receiver is still really good picks. But I think for our team, taking that second running back makes a little bit more sense than going with like you know another two wide receivers. So I think we take Madison. We see what happens at wide receiver. Um, but I might want to double dip with Madison and Montgomery and just take two uh, that you know have plenty of upside this season uh, to start off that bench, and then we can kind of hammer wide receiver after that. We still don't have a quarterback or a tight end, but I don't think this is the spot where I want to do it. I think we've got too much value at skill players right now. So we take Madison. It's only going to be two picks that go by. Javonta Williams, Deshaun Watson. So we're definitely not taking quarterback now. Now at this point, we're waiting for quarterback for a while. Um, we could look at tight end, but it would be Evan Ingram and... I don't know. I mean, that's that's like fine. Um, it's like okay value. It's a few picks of value looks like in the rankings. Um, it's not something that I'm like super pumped about. Uh, the wide receiver value looks much better. I mean, like Christian Kirk screams value right now. But Christian Kirk, Deontay Johnson, Brandon Ayuk are all very, very, very strong picks here. Um, I don't, I don't actually know if I can pass that value up. If my if my intention with a league like this two flex spots, full PPR. If my intention is to start four wide receivers every week, we're going to have four bye weeks. We're going to have four potential injuries. We're going to have four potential bad matchups. You're going to be starting this fifth wide receiver a ton. Potentially bust too. Like I don't think Waddle, Devonta Smith, London, Judy bust, but certainly one of them could. And so this fifth wide receiver, the sixth wide receiver we're going to end up drafting after that, we're going to need them in this league. And so even though they're not in our starting lineup, they're still very, very valuable to us, um, we can't really play the ADP game at all. Uh, it's going to be far too many picks that go by. Um, so I have Christian Kirk at 209.6 uh, for his projection. I've got Deontay at 203.7. So very, very close. Um, I know a lot of people like Deontay this season, but we're going to go with Christian Kirk. I really, really like the Jaguars offense. I want to be getting pieces of that team. And it looks like we're going to get really lucky here. So after our pick, a billion wide receivers come off the board. Ayuk, Deontay, Pittman, Pickin, Pittman, then Pickens, Dotson, JSN, Addison, Cooks, Burks. That's all in round seven. Then round eight, Michael Thomas, Sutton, Juju, Gabe Davis, Odell, Tony, Quentin Johnson. So very, very smart of us to have locked in that fifth wide receiver because a ton just went off the board and we're seeing a huge drop off in the value I was getting there. And at running back, only... DeAndre Swift and Pacheco go. And then uh, we got Dak and we got Tua at quarterback. So that means David Montgomery is still on the board for us at 8-11. Um, I have him at 7-01. He is by far the top running back left in the rankings. Technically, I have Evan Ingram right ahead of him. But with them also having Pat higher in the rankings uh, with ADP-wise, it's looking like Montgomery's a much better pick. Much, much larger chance that Montgomery gets taken at this turn here. So it's a no-brainer. Take David Montgomery. That's 
That's incredible. That's really, really good value at that pick. So two picks come off the board for next one. Uh, looks like Gibson and Brian Robinson. So they're going back to running back there. Uh, we're not going to go with quarterback. Again, I mean, we could go with, you know, Daniel Jones, Kirk Cousins, Geno, Aaron Rodgers, Goff, like Wilson, Anthony Richardson, Stafford, mini drop off in the car, big drop off and everyone else. Kind of all the same pick. I would at least say like in a tier of their own is like Daniel Jones, Kirk Cousins, Geno. Little drop down into Rodgers, Goff. Little drop down into like Wilson, Richardson, like, the, you know, relatively even for, for many of them. Actually, Richardson probably in that same tier, a little bit ahead actually of. So mini tier for Richardson almost. Uh, but then obviously the risk in a season long league that we don't know if he's going to start week one. Um, but the point is many of them are the same. So I don't really need to be the first one to take them. Uh, Evan Ingram's a good pick here. But I also only have, you know, six points difference between Evan Ingram and Pat. Uh, what? Two more points difference between Pat and David Joku. Uh, there's plenty of tight ends that I would love late. Like, I, I would love double dipping with, like, Laporta, Irv Smith. They're like, Kincaid Laporta. I'll just take two of the rookies. Um, there are plenty of options to double dip late. And so, again, be also because tight end matters a little bit less in this format, um, I don't think we need to jump on tight end value either. So I don't think we're going to draft a tight end or a quarterback with this pick. But if you wanted to, Evan Ingram still a very, very sharp pick to make here. I think it's worth taking a chance there. Two names that are standing out to me right now are Elijah, well, I guess three. Elijah Moore, Zay Flowers, and James Cook, I think, all have a ton of upside this season. Um, I prefer... Elijah, I want to confirm that in the rankings, yeah, so Elijah is higher in the rankings, um, but James Cook is higher than Elijah, so it's Elijah, or it's James Cook, then Elijah Moore, then Zay, trying to look, yeah, nah, it, Zay maybe will be available at the next pick, but probably not, so we can't play any sort of ADP game there, I would say given the team that we have, three running backs, five receivers, um, and given how much, I mean, running back dries up very quickly. Like you, you go from this, like, I'll pull up the draft board here. You go from this like high end and you're like, oh, there's a lot of running backs left and grab in the middle rounds. And then you kind of can, you know, running backs kind of scarce. And then all of a sudden, you know, in this general range, you look up, you take James Cook here and you're like, oh my goodness, the running backs are gone. And then a few more get, more get taken and you're like, wow, the top running backs are, you know, Mitchell, who I don't even know if he's the backup or if it's going to be, um, uh, Jordan Mason, Singletary, Algier, Warren, Mostert, and you're like, whoa, that happened very quickly. So uh, very quickly, we're going to see a big drop off. Uh, wide receiver, there's still going to be some options that we're okay with. So I think taking James Cook, another running back, great and full PPR that I have a lot of confidence in this season on a very, very good team, uh, which we've done with all of our running backs, which is a really nice thing to do. We've got a 49ers running back, a Vikings running back, a Lions running back, and a Bills running back. Those are four very high-end offenses so we can have spikes in fantasy. So we make that pick. Uh, turn goes by. A lot of defenses get taken. Uh, we won't be doing that for a while. Uh, but five defenses come off the board. I wonder if they allow me to adjust that sort of thing. Um, no quarterbacks. No tight ends. So very smart of us not taking those positions. Uh, we get A.J. Dillon, Jamal Williams, Herbert, P. Ryan, Charbonnet, uh, McKinnon, Penny, and A-Chain at Running back, and then Flowers does go off the board. It's Flowers, Thielen, Elijah, or uh, Rondell Moore, Bateman, Lazard, Jameson Williams, Sky Moore. Okay. So if we pull this up. At this point, we are at 10-11. Uh, 
like Evan Ingram is a really good pick. Does this team have, this team does not have a tight end, so they're also likely to potential get a, uh, a tight end. Oh, that's a tough call though. Elijah Moore is still on the board. So, I mean, it would be a dream if we could grab Elijah Moore and then grab Evan Ingram. That would be really, really nice. Oh, what's more likely to happen? Part of me thinks, wait, what? So, I don't know if you you all, I mean, you definitely all can see this. I guess those of you on the podcast can't see this. In the overall here, they have Evan Ingram at 99 and Pat Fryermuth at 100. But if you look over on the rankings page, when they just break down the positions, it's Pat at tight end 8, Evan Ingram at tight end 9. So, I don't know what's happening there. I thought this was just an indication of this, but like broken down more specifically, but that's weird. Uh, but anyways, I was going to say, if Pat has an ADP that's higher, uh, then maybe we should end up taking Elijah and hope that they take Pat and not Evan Ingram. I just think there's such a difference. Like Elijah Moore is so much better than these wide receivers. And since I'm fine missing out on Evan Ingram, I could still take Pat. Yeah, I think we got to do it. I think we got to take Elijah Moore. I don't think we can pass up on that value. Take him. And he doesn't. Nice. Okay, so who's that team take? The team still doesn't have a tight end. They take Myers and Nico, two solid picks. But Elijah Moore is just so much better than those players. This is a good, this is a really, really good start. So they take those two. We're not going to hold off anymore. We're going to take Evan Ingram. That's also a very, very good pick. Um, okay, we're going to have one, two, three, four, five picks left. We use our last one at defense. We'll have four picks left. We need at least a quarterback. So then we have three non-quarterback picks. Um off the board here, I'm not going to go over everyone, and some highlights, uh, Mooney, Gallup, Mingo, Osborne, Zay, Jones, and Boyd at wide receiver. We do see three tight ends, so Njoku, Pat, and Schultz come off the board, so it was a good for us taking Evan Ingram there. No quarterbacks, so, and then just like yeah, a lot of running backs come off the board. So at this point, uh, you just got you got to take your top quarterback. You, you can't have a run go by. Uh, top quarterback is Daniel Jones in the rankings, so we will take Daniel Jones. Uh, and then we will go, I don't know. So they take Curtis Samuel and Greg Dulcich. Um, who would be best for our team? So at running back, we've got McCaffrey, Madison, David Montgomery, James Cook. We've got those four. We've got six wide receivers. But again, we're going to finish with more wide receivers because that's more important to our build. Waddle, Devonta Smith, London, Judy, Christian Kirk, and Elijah Moore. Okay. At running back, I love Tank Bigsby. Um, I can just draft the entire Jaguars offense, I guess, here. It would have been nice to have Trevor Lawrence, but I could just keep drafting Jaguars players and draft Bigsby. Uh, but it's Bigsby. It's Jerome Ford. Um, gosh. It's not good. I mean, there's options below that, but not anyone I'd even come close to considering with this pick. And I wouldn't even really consider Jerome Ford with this pick. So it's really only Tank Bigsby, honestly, because Warren's off the board. At wide receiver, Dobbs, um, DPJ, I guess. I like him more an underdog, though. Um, Van. Wide receiver's not great. But there'll be some rookies that we could take in the later round. So I think Tank makes a lot more sense. It's a much bigger drop-off at running back. We don't need to draft a backup tight end at this spot. Uh, we don't need to draft another quarterback. Lock up that fifth running back. Um, 
realistically, like, I'm not sure we'd need to draft another running back. Like, if we went into this league with McCaffrey, Madison, Montgomery, James Cook, and Tank Bigsby, I don't know that we would need to, like, take another shot. It would basically be take a shot on Zamir White if Jacobs holds out and they don't sign a running back, which I think they would still sign someone. Uh, take a shot on Tyje Spears, on um, even Zeke. Looks like he's gone, so he's not even an option. Chase Brown, maybe you could take a flyer on. Hasty, not Hasty, Madison. I was looking at Hasty. Well, Madison, if you thought that uh, he was the backup to McCaffrey, but I don't think it's worth it. I don't think it's worth taking really any of these players. Let's just take two, whether it's a backup quarterback, um, a wide receiver that we like. Um, I mean, you all know the wide receivers I've been over like a billion times that I like. Please show more. Thank you. Um, Wide receivers we would like at this spot are Van Jefferson and Marvin Mims. Those would be the two. And Mims is still a lot better on underdog than he is in redraft. He's still going to redraft, but um, I would probably just prefer Van in a redraft league. But I don't think I need either of this pick. We've got this. Also, we've got the short turn here. Um, and I don't think I need to draft both of them. I think I have enough wide receivers. Waddle, Devonta Smith, London Judy, Kirk, and Elijah Moore. I don't really think that like wide receiver is necessary with this pick. So I think we use one of these two bench spots on a backup quarterback or a backup tight end. Um, I feel like Daniel Jones I trust enough to where I'd rather go with the backup tight end. Um, I almost want Laporta though. Because he, he does have upside, but maybe like... I don't know. I mean, maybe Higby just makes a little bit more sense. What do we have? Yeah, I have Kincaid who I imagine is gone. Yeah, Kincaid's gone. Kincaid, then Dulcich, who I know is gone, then Higby, then Irv Smith. So I think Higby makes more sense. But if I'm also saying that I want Laporta, why not just take my favorite wide receiver, take a defense even, like just take something else that I don't even care. Maybe I'll do something that I never do. Why don't we just do this? We'll take a defense because who, who cares, right? Take our defense... None of the players are gone, so we just locked up the defense that we wanted in the Saints. Then why don't we just draft Van? We'll draft Van Jefferson here. And then, oh no, we screwed up. <laughs> I mean, not technically because we're going to still end up with Irv Smith, and that's fine. I did not anticipate, is that six tight ends coming off the board? Higby, Chig, Everett, Jawan, Laporta, and Gesicki all come off the board in this like next span after that. So that was a mistake. Had we done that over, we would just take in Tyler Higby uh, and then maybe Van would have still been there, but either taking Van or taking Mims. Uh, but we'll still end up with Irv. Who I, I mean, I have the projections for Higby is 128. Irv is 123.9. So a drop off, but not anything crazy. Um, I don't care about matching up the bye weeks. I didn't even check for it. 97, wow. Uh, again, we don't care about the score. Uh, and to be honest, the score actually would probably be higher because it's uh, looking at these experts. I am probably one of those that's pulling from, and I have not given them my rankings since the draft. And obviously, you know, it would have matched up most with my rankings. My rankings would have told it that it was a much better score. Anywho, starting lineup. Daniel Jones, McCaffrey, Madison, Waddle, Devonta Smith, Evan Ingram, Drake London, Jerry Judy, and the New Orleans Saints. Bench, I love. One of the best benches we've gotten. 
Technically, I mean, obviously, the last two bench spots are going to be your least favorite. Least favorite for me is that Van Jefferson and Irv Smith picks. But I love these first couple bench spots. I mean, Christian Kirk, David Montgomery, James Cook, Elijah Moore, Tank Bigsby. And then we got the Van and Irv Smith pick. So I think that's a very, very good team. Uh, Thank you to the rankings, the custom rankings that we have over on the left over here. Uh, If you want access to the rankings, you want to draft a team like this uh, and access to the custom rankings, again, very, very valuable if you're in a three wide receiver league, two flex league. 99% of the people you're drafting against will not have rankings that customize to the exact format. So you'll have an edge there just necessarily, even just like not even look at the rankings being like better. Uh, the rankings are better than most other sites. Uh, we're ranked top three in industry accuracy over the last three years. Very consistent. Uh, if you want to access all that on the website, thefinishfootballadvice.com. But also, if you sign up for your first underdog account using promo code FFA, you also get them. So if you just go to Underdog, put in promo code FFA, sign up, minimum $10 deposit, you're going to get that deposit doubled up to 100 bucks. So you want to do a ton of drafts, put in 100 bucks, they'll double it to 200. Uh, but then you're also going to get an email the following morning that's going to have uh, a link to the website. You're going to get my Underdog rankings, Underdog content, all that sort of stuff, but also redraft. So you're going to get my projections, the detailed projections for every player. You can get all the different rankings pages and the custom rankings, all of that for free. So uh, today is Monday. Tomorrow we're live 6.30 Eastern to do uh, an underdog draft with all of you, answer any questions you have. So if you have any questions for me, show up to the live stream 6.30 Eastern on Tuesday night. Ask away. I'll try to answer all of those. Uh, and then Wednesday's probably a rankings video if I have any rankings left. And then Thursday, uh, if you guys have any suggestions for that, that's going to be a player breakdown video. So if you have any suggestions for players you want me to break down, put that in the comment section below. That'll do it for this one. Hope you all enjoyed. If you did, hop behind the like button, hop subscribe to the channel if you're new here. Thanks for watching.